Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you're in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it! Then we're done! And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes, get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Good morning, 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 good people. It is Wednesday, March 15th, 2023. Y'all decided to wake y'all asses up with Ray G and y'all know I'm happy for that. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day, everybody out there. Let's get it. Mock Mania show on Wake Up, one of my favorite shows. We did it last year, did it the year before. We'll do it multiple times. Um, this draft season where we're just going to mock. I got, I dropped some links in the chat. Superflex mocks. I want y'all to join in. Let me see right now. We almost have uh, mock one. Still needs a couple of people. Not mock two. We need a couple of people. So jump in. Heisman mock. Why have we not started? Heisman, start the damn mock so we could talk about it. We're going to talk through three separate Superflex mocks, mocks, mock drafts on the show. Jay, I still have my retainer in. That's why I'm talking kind of funny this morning. But we uh we got a lot of news to cover out of the NFL world as well. But before we start, man, I don't start the day without a cup of Michelle Odoro coffee. Go to Michelle Odoro USA. Get you some of that coffee, man. 15% off using the promo code WAKEUP. I got to pop that retainer out so I can actually drink mine. But I promise you it's better than any of the crap that you get from Walmart or Target or any of that stuff. You see Jay's drinking his. I see him drinking it in the background right now. Michelle Adore, USA, promo code Wake Up, And, of course, upgrade your TV sports watching experience. Go big, go epic, go Epson, baby. Go to Epson.com forward slash Wake Up and learn about this new LS800 Ultra Short Throw Projector. Epson came into your boy's crib, hooked me up free of charge, 120-inch screen, I'm watching The Last of Us on this thing. Everything, man. And let me know. And there's going to be a season two of The Last of Us, right? Anybody that played the game, let me know. Season two is on the way. It's got to be. Can't can't be done the way that it ended with uh with old Ellie not believing her boy at the end. But um, neither here nor there. Epson.com forward slash wake up. Check that out. What'd you say, Jay? I said, whoa, spoilers. I know. I'm spoiling the show. That's my bad. That's my bad. But um, the final little piece of of news and announcements is uh yes we are partnering with underdog fantasy this fall we will be bringing you best ball strategy best ball drafts all over the channel live on wake up draft against me draft against scott connor draft against jay rich use the promo code wake up for an instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars but the best part about this partnership jay 
is if you sign up and you're a first time depositor and you just put in $10, you will get access to the Destination Devi Discord channel for free for the entire year. So you want to be in the trade channel, you want underdog strategy, you want to highlight the Destination Devi patrons, which I promise you are some of the best dynasty minds on the planet. $10, you're in for the whole year if you're a first time depositor on underdog. So really dope deal. We're partnering with them. Make it happen. Jay Rich, how you doing this morning, baby? I'm good, man. I'm good. We got some uh, some fun news. You know, Monday was a little bit slower mm-hmm. in free agency, but it picked up a little bit yesterday. We had a big trade. You're not even wearing the Cowboys hat. Bit of a I'm not wearing there. it. I'm not wearing it. I thought it. you would get excited. I didn't think we'd put on the helmet yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> no, but no, some exciting no. developments, right? Leighton Vanderesh, Stephon Gilmore, the Gilmore baby in place, right? Still need a receiver as far as we're concerned, but maybe Mike McCarthy has a plan. I don't know, but the Dallas Cowboys making moves early in free agency. A pleasant surprise for the Cowboys fans out there. Yeah, pleasant surprise. All right, we're starting mock draft uh, one. We're starting the mock one now. I actually jumped in that one because people are scared to go, so I jumped in that one, Jay. And we still need two more. Mach 2, link is in the description. Need two more people to get in Mach 2. Superflex Mach 2 posted the link in the YouTube chat. And it's already going, Jay. So let's get into the news, man, so we can talk through some of the players, landing spots, and then talk through uh, some movement that we have before we get into these mocks. What do we got, Jay? So I just kind of based it off of uh, the teams from... What is it? Alphabetical order, right? So the first one is Taylor Heineke and Andy Dalton, um, bridge quarterbacks going to Atlanta and to Carolina. Not a ton of movement there. But Ray, I think the one understated thing about Heineke is he could probably compete for that starting job. Yes. Right? So if you've got some Taylor Heineke shares, you may want to hold on to those because realistically, he could compete with Desmond Ritter for this starting job. Andy Dalton going to Carolina. He's going to be a backup. No surprise there. Like I mentioned, Stephon Gilmore and Leighton Van Der Esch to the Cowboys. Leighton Van Der Esch was re-signed. Stephon Gilmore was traded for fifth-round pick from the Colts. Clearing some cap space, Ray, out in Indy. Are they maybe clearing cap space? They cut Matt Ryan, Lamar Jackson potentially I, on his way. Did you see that Matt Ryan's contract is structured to where even if they cut him, he's getting 12 mil this year? <laughs> yeah, man. I did know it was bad. I did yeah, know it was, it was bad. bad. When we were looking at it before... It was like he was still like twenty million or something crazy. Yeah, he's still they getting cut 12. him, but he's still he's yeah. Still hell or high water, he's getting twelve. Doesn't even matter. Cut him or not, he's still getting his twelve, man. Yeah, so that's an interesting story. But people are starting to get on that train that maybe Lamar could be headed to Indy if all the pieces fall into place. And um, Ari Mirov actually tweeted out today because we didn't seem to get this clarity from the media, or we just didn't find they didn't look hard enough. But Lamar can't actually talk to teams until today. So until the league actually rolls over today at 4 o'clock, that is when Lamar can actually negotiate with, negotiate with these teams. Uh, Samaj Piran and Jared Stidham went to Denver. Again, we talked about on the Bleacher Report stream is, will Jared Stidham get a shot in Denver to start? Maybe. We'll see. And then Samaj Piran probably a backup third down role to Javante Williams this season. Or maybe more, depending on Javante's health throughout the year, I guess. Right. Depending on what happens, we may see another running back have a pretty solid role there out the gate. Bigger news, though, Ray, David Montgomery is headed to the Lions. And I forget who reported this. Um, I wish I gave them credit. But it's like the sixth highest contract given out to a running back that wasn't a re-signing, right? So Christian McCaffrey okay. was re-signed. Alvin Kamara was re-signed. Like Joe Mixon re-signed, right, to their respective teams. It's like the sixth highest contract that's ever been given out to a free agent really? running back. Yes. Yeah. And that's since like 2016 or something. So like the past seven years, we haven't seen running backs get contracts at this level. And and now for, in, in the case of Dave Montgomery, 
he's probably starting running back, right? Jamal Jamal Williams now will be on the move, and DeAndre Swift is in value. What are we purgatory. doing with Swift? What are we What are we doing? How are we feeling, family? How are we feeling about Swift? How Ray, you feeling, Jay? Is, you traded for him in our big league. I did. What'd you I give did. up for Swift? For What'd you give up? I Two gave first? up Damian Pierce and a second, or Damian? Nah, no, it yeah, was Damian a Pierce first. and a second. Nah, the it first was, a first. was in the Fields deal, so it was okay. it was Fields in the first for Watson. I believe I kept the second and traded that second and Pierce for Swift. We heard maybe he could have a bigger role, but now if I'm just betting on the player, it's David Montgomery. He's been healthy almost every year. He's really? healthy all the time. He commands a workload. Um, but Ray, I, I want to get to the rest of the news. I do have a couple questions. Sorry, for sorry. You go ahead. Quickly. Yep, yep. Go it's ahead. It's your fault. So Jacoby Myers to your Raiders. Don't love that. But we also got Darren Waller traded to the Giants in a corresponding move, right? So Jacoby Myers opening, going to familiar system with Josh McDaniels. That opens up some space now with Darren Waller leaving. Daniel Jones, one of our favorite quarterbacks in the league, of course. Oh, we gets love a us number some Daniel one target. Dimes on the show. Yeah. We love some Danny Dimes. Love, love dimes. some Danny Dimes. Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert are returning to the Dolphins. So that's and uh, what's his name? What's uh, what's Savon other... Ahmed? Yep, he's back. <laughs> yeah, Savon Ahmed also re-signed. We got Josh Oliver going to Minnesota, three years, twenty-one million dollars. Probably one of the most surprising contracts that we've seen this offseason. Michael Thomas restructured for a one-year, $10 million deal. Saints brought Jameis back. Talked about Darren Waller being traded to the Giants. Alan Lazard, Ray, going to the Jets. No surprise there. We'll get that news later in the day. Yeah. And last but not least, Rashad Penny signing with the Eagles, Ray. And so my question for you is, who has the better fantasy season, Rashad Penny or David Montgomery? Probably the two biggest signings of the running backs. And then last but not least, while you have time to think about that one, today, Ray... Today. Aaron Rodgers will be live on the Pat McAfee show. I know. So must see TV for what hopefully he will announce his decision. We don't know. It was never reported that he would. Pat just tweeted it out. Aaron will be back today live he on the gonna show. He ain't going to announce anything. So, Watch. He's not going to announce yeah. anything on the show. He's not going to announce anything on the show. Um, a lot of movement, Jay. Um, a lot of movement. Yeah. yeah, you touched on the Cowboys at the beginning. Stephon Gilmore for a fifth rounder, I believe. So... And Marcus Moser, shout out to Marcus Moser, does Lockdown Cowboys, tweeted out Gilmore's like 95th percentile in everything last year. Coverage grade, man grade, slot grade. So this is a fantastic move. Dallas needed a number two opposite of Trayvon Diggs, so I'm happy about that. And they brought back Leighton Vander Esch at $11 million. Good signings by Dallas. Mm -hmm. Well, Money well spent. Um, I think the big one for me, Darren Waller, a motivated uh, Darren Waller, Jay, is a dangerous Darren Waller. And this is unfortunate for those Daniel Bellinger shares. Where everybody was excited about Bellinger, and he could be something, and now he's tied in two to Darren Waller's tied in one. And I'm pretty sure yeah. he's going to be fed um, early and often in that system. So good for uh, good for uh, Darren Waller. Did you see what his new wife, Kelsey Plum, one of the best WNBA players, out there, my Las Vegas Aces. Did you see what Kelsey Plum said uh, about McDaniel's not being invited to the wedding? And it just—all I'm saying, dog. Pretty funny. There's a lot of smoke out there where it just seemed like people were just sick of that dude, man. It seems like everybody. Josh Jacobs tweeting out, "Shit is sad for real." Devontae Adams, don't you ain't talked to me in three weeks. In three don't weeks, ask me don't nothing now. Me. It's just interesting what's going on in Vegas, man. It's a little. It's a little scary season out there in Vegas. Okay, Jay, I'm up. I got to make a pick. It's super flex. We got a couple of – it's it's dirty on the board. I'm going to go with a guy Already? that's rising right now. We'll talk about it later. All right, I just made my pick. 
Um, what else? Who else do we have? You said Jacoby Myers. What do you think about that deal to the Raiders? So I think initially people who saw the deal was like, that seems a little light for this receiver. Mm-hmm. These receivers are supposed to be getting these, oh, Jacoby Myers could get that Christian Kirk deal. Alan Lazard is, he got about what was expected. He probably got more than he deserved. Now, again, the big thing with him is he does block very well, right? So in a Hackett scheme he's familiar with, he does add that blocking element, which is very important for them to run the ball. Obviously, we want them to run the ball with Brees Hall. So the four years, $44 million, right on par with Jacoby Myers. Not surprising, but I think we all expected Jacoby Myers before anyone else. He was the first real receiver to get signed. Yeah. Three years, $33 million, I believe it was three thirty-three-one guaranteed or something. 336 something like that, yeah. Yeah, three thirty three yeah. was the you know the total, and I think it was twenty one million guaranteed if I'm remembering correctly. It's it just seems light, you know. Like, yeah, it, that, he it, but a here's good the receiver. Thing. I don't that, think he's that. I don't think he's anything special. But and, the that, and I, is what it is. I told that to our patrons, man. Destination Devi patrons, Patreon.com forward slash all gas or deposit ten in the underdog. You get a year access. I told I told them. Well, you don't get access to Eisman. I told them they were. Oh man, Ray, he's the one that's gonna get paid. And I'm like, no, he's not. Like. We like him because all this efficiency stuff, cool, sounds great for fantasy. No NFL team was going to view Jacoby Myers and He's say, we're going to give receiver, that right? guy 20, 15, $17 million. Like, that's just, it's just, it just was not happening. And I said that before. I was like, they're not going to pay him. Like, he's good, but he ain't that good to give him $15 million a year. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's a little underwhelming. Now he goes to the Raiders, and you got to compete with Devontae Adams for targets. Doesn't seem like an upgrade, right? Do- it doesn't even seem with, like even one with Waller at all. gone. Like Renfro's still there, and I do. I think that he's better than Renfro. Maybe. Like I think they do a lot of things similarly. They do and a I lot think of they're the both talented, stuff, right? So yeah. I'm not really here to say that he's that much better or Renfro's that much better. They're going to eat into each other's targets, and hopefully, it just means Devontae Adams gets a ton. But I'm assuming they're going to add tight end because they also aren't resigning Foster Moreau. So they're in the tight end market now, right? And they tr- have that third round pick. They got, um, I believe it's 100 overall for, in the Kadarius Tony trade. That uh, Give me some Foster Moreau. If I can get some Foster Moreau for the low. But he's, and, uh, but he's not on a team. Did he Did he sign yet? I don't care. I still, I still want him, even with him not being yeah. on a team. I'm just willing to take that bet on Foster Moreau. Um, mm-hmm. Who else are we still waiting for today? Uh, nothing with Juju Smith-Schuster yet. We still got DJ Chark. Dalton Schultz is still out there. Orlando Brown, the big tackle from the Chiefs. And then, of course... So, do you see that Brown was potentially supposed to go to Chicago, right? Chicago. But teams apparently view him as a right tackle, not a left tackle. So, that's kind of interesting how that's playing out now because he wants to be paid as a high-profile left tackle, but people view him as a right tackle. And so it seems to be a stalemate in the negotiations on that front right now because of that. So yeah, like you said, uh, D- Juju Smith-Schuster, DJ Shark, Miko Carbon, Paris Campbell, Adam Thielen. Yep. And then you saw reports that Thielen potentially, they were looking at him in a few different spots. Carolina. Carolina yeah. was one of them. I There's think even the Jets of- were potentially on the list. And then Odell was uh, on Rodgers' wish list as well that he gave to the Jets, which was really interesting because you expect all the Packers to be on that list. But Odell was surprising. And his uh, twenty million dollar desire. Well, let me let me let me, before we're ready to mock. But before we get into mocks, um, did you see the, all the reports, the mixed messages from Carolina? So no. three days ago, Carolina was supposedly all in. Uh, well, uh, Frank Wright loved uh, Anthony Richardson. David Tepper loved Bryce Young, uh, and then it was reported that uh, the head coach Frank Wright loved C.J. Stroud. Now the reports are there. They are like. Over the moon in love with Anthony Richardson. So really, oh, we don't know who they want, but it sounds like 
it's between Bryce, uh, C.J. Stroud, and Anthony Richardson if they stay at number one. Seems like they're kind of out on Bryce Young. We'll, we'll see after Bryce's pro day how people feel about him after that. But right now, nobody knows what the hell the Panthers want to do at number, uh, at number one overall. Uh, we didn't touch on Sam Darnold going to the 49ers. Okay. We'll talk about what that may or may not mean for Trey Lance, how to operate and maneuver with him. But uh, there's a lot still out there. And then, of course, I guess one of the biggest fantasy implications that we're still waiting on, Austin Eckler did receive permission to yep. seek a trade from the char- – just kind of out of nowhere. And then you look at how much he's paid, and you're like, okay, well, he definitely probably wants to pay a pay raise. But to answer your question that you asked five minutes ago, better fantasy season, Rashad Penny or David Montgomery? If healthy, I would say Rashad Penny. In that offense, dude, it's just made – it's made for a running back to come in there and smash – uh, Miles Sanders was good last year, and I think Rashad Penny um, is a very talented running back. There was a reason why he's a first-round pick. So if he can stay healthy, I think Penny is going to uh, put on a show in Philadelphia this year. And, uh, man, those Isaiah Spiller shares, we, we might have some Woo! life, Jay. We might have some life, baby. We might. Probably not, but maybe. Probably not, but maybe. All right, Jay, it's time to get into these mocks. They are done. Thank y'all to my Wake Up family. Y'all got in and got the damn thing done. Three mocks done. We did one with the Heisman tier members over at Destination Debbie. And then we did two here live in the YouTube chat. So let's pull them up, Jay. Let's talk to them. Let's see what the uh, let's see what the people did early. Let's see what we got cracking. This is the mock from the Heisman tier. So super flex. Nothing crazy. No two tight end. No tight end premium. None of that stuff, Jay. So let's just talk through it, baby. Let's talk through what we see. Let's talk through what happened. And at 101, we have Bijan Robinson, 1-2, Anthony Richardson, 1-3, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud at the 1-4, Gibbs at 1-5, and JSN, Scott Connor took JSN at 1-6 over Will Levis, Jay. Any wow. issue with the first six picks in this super flex mock? Any issues with this? First six no picks. Issues. Any issues? No issues. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a young over Stroud guy. I'm curious what Gump's explanation was there, so I'll ask him later. But outside of that, no, not really. Ask I mean, him now. Scott, ask him to explain himself. I, I would I would love if Gump was in the chat. He could let me know why he took Bryce over over Stroud. I mean, I'm assuming maybe we're assuming that Rich goes to the Panthers. Maybe we're assuming Stroud goes to the Panthers. But Bryce, if he's in Houston, I don't know if that's much better. Then mm-hmm. going to the Panthers if Shroud goes there. Now they did bring in Robert Woods and Noah Brown and they traded for Shaq Mason. So they're they're doing some things, but it's not that much better. And then we talked about this. Um, Laramie Tunsil maybe on the way out as well, which would be a massive loss for them. But Scott taking JSN over Will Levis tells you how far that sentiment has really gone for Levis. And I can't say I disagree with the selection. I think JSN is wide receiver one. I don't don't hate the selection at all. And I believe on KTC, he's already in like the top 20. And he's not mm. even been drafted yet. So I think, you know, you just look at it from that standpoint, Levis has been falling pretty far relative to the other quarterbacks. So there's definitely a tier break there. Um, no disagreements, really. It's just I'd be curious his thoughts on Bryce Young. But outside of that, you know, I can't blame him. I don't hate Bryce Young, but I would just probably take Stroud over him. And uh, here's my thing, man. I've been I've been one of the loudest voices. And what do I always say? I'm just asking, Jay. I'm asking the question, is there any chance for somebody right a quarterback and in my opinion the quarterback if there were one to be selected at 101 would be Anthony Richardson who went 102 here 
Yeah. It's all contingent on draft capital, right? And that's what I continue to say. If he gets the capital, there should be a conversation and you can make a case for him at 101. But where we sit today, man, um, you know, Bijan at 101, there's no, like, I'm not arguing that at all. Like, take Bijan yeah. 101, probably much safer. You probably sleep better at night. Um, so I have no issue with these first six picks. It's always been if he gets the capital, which it feels like he is. It feels like he's going to be a top five pick, but we've been here before and you just never speak in absolutes. You, we don't know. We just don't know. We think he's going to go top five. And if he does, I think there is a real conversation to be had. If it's an Indy or Seattle, but right yeah. now, Bijan's still the one-on-one for most folks. But in Superflex, I do think there's a conversation. And if I'm a swing, I'm swinging for defenses with Richardson. What's interesting about these quarterbacks, Jay, and I won't, I won't say this anymore. I'll just get it out the way. The sentiment now from a lot of people and I don't know if we're already at prospect fatigue season, if we're at that stage yet, but a lot of the talk around these guys is none of them are that that good now. Now I'm seeing uh, Fields and Lawrence easily over them, right? I've even said that as prospects, I would have taken Trevor Lawrence as a prospect and Fields as a prospect over these guys. And now it's Drake May and Caleb Williams. So I don't know if we're already getting fatigued out but now the sentiment is kind of like, we don't like any of these guys. Like, Stroud is yeah. okay. Bryce is fine, but he's little. Anthony Richardson is too inconsistent. And we don't like Will Levis. Now it's like the class, QB class, getting worse by the day. Like, it's, it, the sentiment on this class is going down by the day. I mean, I didn't think it yeah. could get any worse than last year, and I don't think we'll get there. But the sentiment is, like, it's getting worse. But let's finish out this mock first round. We have Quentin Johnston at 1-8, which I think that's about where I have him slotted. I think in my I updated my uh, rookie rankings, I believe I have him at 8 overall. Jordan Addison at 9 by Dynasty Barry. Uh, uh, my man Cody, and we'll talk about Cody and Chase in a minute, he took Charbonnet at 10, A-Chain at 111, mm -hmm. and Jalen Hyatt at 112. Jay, this was a linear mock, so not snake, so we're doing this as if you were drafting in these slots. At the 2-1, Zay Flowers, Tajay Spears, Kendra Miller, Sean Tucker, my boy Marvin Mims. Love that pick right there of Marvin Mims. Scott Kiner took Michael Mayer at the 2-6, first tight end off the board. Uh, uh, my boy uh, Tim took uh, Hendon Hooker at the 2-7 spot. Hooker, shout out to that. Don Dalton Kincaid went to 8 Josh Downs 2-9. Tank Bigsby, Roshan Johnson, and Zach Evans. Hanging in there, hanging in there at the back of the second round, Zach Evans. We start off the third with Darnell Washington, big wash, third tight end off the board at 3-1. Izzy Abanacanda at 3-2. Kayshawn Boutte still at 3-3. Gump still believes in the talent, so does player profiler, baby. Luke Musgrave at 3-4. Dwayne McBride running back out of UAB at 3-5. Chase Brown at 3-6. What a steal. I love that pick, Scott. Nice. Kenny McIntosh at 3-7. Rasheed Rice at 3-8. Sed Tillman, 3-9, Tucker Craft, 3-10, Eric Gray, 3-11, and Stetson Bennett sneaks into the third round. A lot of people saying Stetson Bennett's going to be a fourth-round pick in the NFL draft, Jay. And rounding out the fourth round, we got Deuce Vaughn, Evan Hall, Rakeem Jarrett, Zach Kuntz, Sam Laporta, Charlie Jones. Scott just killing it, taking my boy Charlie Jones, Aiden O'Connell at 4-7, Who's this? Tyron Evans at 4'8", Chris Rodriguez, A.T. Perry, Bryce Ford Whedon, and Tank Dell at the 4'12". Jay, um, I'm looking at this mock. I'm going to ask Sean you. Sean Tucker sticks out to Sean me. Sean Tucker? I was about to say, Sean Tucker? Sticks out to me like a sore thumb. So does it. That's it. I, I swear to We didn't know this. We just saw this mock live together. 
That's yeah. the one that sticks out to me too. Tucker at two four. Yeah, and and it's not that I don't, I don't know, like man. the player, but based off of draft capital and what we're expecting, he does not look like a guy that's going to be even potentially in day two. And so because of that, taking him over Mims, who and, and even Mims to me is probably a little high. Man, I got um, I Mims. Think Downs at, is I got Mims as wide receiver five in the class, Jay. I, I got mean, him at five. Okay. That's yeah. right around where he was drafted, so I can't I can't blame. I mean, that's it's a little high, but I I like the mayor pick, right? But yeah, Tucker Tucker is really just okay. If you really took him here, thinking that he is gonna be you know a second round, third round pick. It just doesn't seem that way right now. That's the only reason why I don't like it. Taking Chase Brown in the third versus Sean Tucker in the second is wild to me because he, it, based off everything we've heard and we've read and we're seeing, it seems like Chase Brown is rising since the combine and we've heard absolutely nothing about Sean Tucker pretty much all year long. We, he didn't participate in anything, couldn't run, didn't really see him do much of anything. So now it just seems like he's still out of favor and he needs to do something at his pro day to really show what he can do. And and in my opinion, right, I've talked about this on the show multiple times, I think, you know, right around 2-5, 2-6, tight end one is a good spot. So, you know, Scott took up tight end one at 2-6. And I still think Hendon Hooker could be a guy that you want to take, you know, maybe behind Kendra Miller. I like the Kendra Miller, Tasha Spears pick. Both of them seem like locked in day two picks, probably high third round Kendra's picks Kendra's done worst. nothing. You think he's locked in day two? He hasn't done a damn thing, man. I, and he, I, I don't think, think he's going to I do anything. I think he could be. Day, day two, I think for sure, but I think he could be a high third round pick at worst. And I've talked about how Tajay seems to be rising every day, and it seems like he could even potentially be RB three or four ahead of A-Chain and Charbonnet. So that's just kind of where I see these guys. But yeah, the Tucker pick is definitely the most surprising one. Where would you go with kind of your next most surprising? Josh Downs falling isn't surprising, but it seems like if you got him back there, it would be pretty decent yeah, value. Be happy I with don't Downs see at, his capital falling below the top 50, it seems. You'd be happy part. with Downs at um at 2-9. I guess for me, man, I've, um, you know, I, I listen, man. And, and, and when you do this, you got to listen. You don't. We don't know everything, Jay. And we have our biases because we like players. But remember when I asked everybody to just take a week, think about everything, digest what we what, what we just, you know, sort of information we just gathered and for me, a big digestion point, something that it was stuck in the gut. I needed some X-lax to get it out. It, it took a minute. I love him, Jay. And I'm not gonna, my love for the player is not going to change because I think he is a dynamic running back, right? And I think he's got home run, game-changing type ability in spurts. But at 5'8", 188 pounds, I'm just nervous about A-chain. I love him, man. I want him on my team. I want him on my roster. I play in nothing but Dynasty Best Ball League for the most part. 90% of my 30-plus Dynasty Leagues are best ball now. I, in a lineup league, I just never, I would never know when to start A-Chain. I'm just, I'm, I'm just a little nervous. Like, historically, that, that archetype and size of a running back, Jay, in the yeah. NFL, of a running back, is just scary, dude. And I love him. I don't know if I'm taking him in the first round. And I was doing that month and a half ago, two months ago. You got to adjust, right? And I just, I, I don't want to overreact too far, but you just, just talk to me, wake up fam. Like I, I, that's the one I'm just like, I don't know if I could take him over. Tajay Spears. Spears or Flowers or, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know what to do with Devon A-Chain. You know what I'm saying? I have no clue what to do with, with, with A-Chain. So, 
He's one of those guys that's tough, Ray. And you mentioned it. The size is concerning. And like, even for me, like I'm looking at underdog ADP right now and he's RB 41. He's behind Elijah Mitchell, behind Zeke, behind Kareem Hunt, like behind some solid backs. But when you can take a Tajay Spears ahead of like behind him, Roshan Johnson, potentially Tank Bigsby, like Tank Bigsby's a guy who seems to be falling out of favor in the NFL a little bit after the combine. But even Zach Evans, like way later, like we're talking 60 picks later in terms of ADP. And I don't see much of a difference between those guys right now. Like, I, I understand the potential and upside of what A-Chain possesses. Yeah. I don't know if he's worth that draft capital today. I know. Especially in some of these best ball leagues where you want to have that high ceiling. And that's important. And A-Chain can definitely give that to you. But you're really paying up for that. And it doesn't seem like it's worth it. But that's just how it is right now. And yeah. I'm kind of with you. I would probably take him behind some of these guys. I don't yeah. think he's as close to Charbonnet as I had him initially. And then Hyatt is someone, Ray, that I wouldn't mind your thoughts on a little bit. Because he seems to be falling a little bit. He was a first-round pick. Right. He had this elite speed. He was this deep threat. He was the potential Henry Ruggs of this season um, in terms of the guy who was really fast, who was going to get high draft capital because people thought he was valuable at that skill set. Now the combine comes and goes. It seems like Hyatt is falling down draft boards and could be a second-round pick at this point. Do you see a world where he is a second-round like a second round pick in the NFL draft and then becomes a second-round pick in rookie drafts and how would you feel about him if that was the case kind i still of think he's gonna get him. first round capital i don't know who this is i have no clue who little miss gm is but this is how i have him ranked i have mims higher than hyatt and flowers um personally i think he's incredible i think he's one of them i've been talking about him jay for a minute now he's one of the more underrated receivers in this class i still think hyatt's gonna get the capital and i'm fine with him like Two one eleven. I mean, 112, 21, 22, 23. I'm fine with hiding that range. I still think he's going to get the capital. Um, but let's let's pull up another mock. Let's go to uh, let's go to the YouTube mock. Thank you, Heisman tier members. Appreciate y'all for getting it done. Um, Stetson Bennett in the third man. All right, let's pull up another one, Jay, and let's take a look at what the people did in this one. And old GQ was in this one. So here we go. Uh, we got A Rich 101 in this one, and it is super flex. Bijan goes to 1 2. I'm pretty sure Bleed Green 623 uh, was happy about that. CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, Jameer Gibbs, and JSN 1 through 6. Same six consistently, just about every mock, um, but the order's a little bit different. Again, get it's got to be, he's got to get the capital. A Rich doesn't go top five, top 10. We're not even, he's not in the conversation, but he goes top five, top 10. You can have a conversation, and depending on your league settings, know your league, know your format, I think there's a conversation to be had for him at 101, but neither here nor there. You go back to this mock after 1-6, we got the same six, different order. QJ, Will Levis, that seems to be pretty consistent. A-Chan a little bit higher in this one at 1-9 over Jordan Addison that I took at 110. Jalen Hyatt at 111, and Zach Charbonnet, 112. So I believe it's the same Top 12, but just a much different order here with this one, Jay. We got Michael Mayer at the 2-1. Kayshawn Boutte. Booty. At the 2-2. And, two, two. and that sub 30-inch vertical. Stinky. Ooh. Stinky. Yikes. I love Kayshawn. Hate this pick right here. No way am I taking Boutte over Mims, Flowers, Spears, Miller. I, I mean... No. Not good. All right? (laughs) Uh, Zay Flowers at 2-3. Downs, my man Fizzle took Downs at 2-4. Evan took Dalton Kincaid at 2-5. We got Zach Evans right here in the middle of the second. Evans, Bigsby, Spears, Miller, Mims, Abanacanda, 
and then Sean Tucker at the 212. So much different in this mock. Much so, different. Uh, you know, much different in this mock. Yeah. Uh, Oh, uh, Marlon said that was an auto pick. All right, well, I don't well, know. Well, that's no, no excuses. Oh, it's Joe. That's is... who, uh, what up, Joe? Oh, I thought go. Joe wasn't messing with us no more. She just changed her damn name and uh, profile picker, picture. What up, Joe? It's my girl, Joe. All right, uh, Jay, uh, second round, talk to me. Okay, so I think there's some good things that we saw, like Zay Flowers probably should be around there. I know you have him a little higher. I'm kind of fine with him at top of the first. I still, you know, I talked about it. Spears and Kendra should probably be higher for me. Mayor is a little early. Mayor's like, I don't a tad mind too if tight end. Mayor I don't mind high. if it's around that Kincaid spot. But yeah, you got to be taking probably a wide receiver or a running back at that 2-1. Um, the value on Mims is great, though. Abanacanda a little bit higher in this one. Sean Tucker, a little bit more appropriately drafted. Zach Evans is the one that, you know, the, the community's high. We haven't seen him, so I'm not going to say he's not good, but right. you know what we've seen of him is only the tape, and I kind of want to see how he fares next to his peers. Should run fairly fast, but again, we don't know. Um, it's just it's interesting to see the. What variation. do you think about my pick of Marvin Mims at the 210? <laughs> yeah, that pick was good. I mean, that's good value there. But again, it's it's the question for me is: Are you really going to take him at the top of the second? Over Zay Flowers and Josh Downs. I That's think the he's a be- I think he's a better receiver. Yes, I think he's a better receiver than Zay so Flowers you would take and him Josh if Downs. If he had, if he got third round draft capital, and both those, and like Flowers was a back end first, and Downs was no. let's say a mid second. Well, if Flowers is a first, you take the first round receiver. That's just what you do. That's the process. Yes. Um, and so Downs mid second or Mims I'd, early third. I'd take Mims over Downs. Okay. I'd take Marvin Mims yeah. over Downs. And I think that's fair. I don't think that capital is too different. Um, as long as you're in the top 100, you're usually pretty good. Man, look at the value. I, I think Spears, Bigsby, Miller, love that little cluster right there from 2.7 to 2.9. I think a band of Kanda was sneaky at 2.11 by Barry right there. And... Tucker at 212, I'm fine with Tucker at 212. I'm fine with Tucker at 212, man. Um, let's go to 3-1, great pick. Roshan Johnson at 3-1. Even yeah. though people are hyping up, I don't think he's that good. Like, I think he's fine. He's going to be a good NFL running back, but I think we're out over our skis for what he's going to produce for us in fantasy. I don't... I hey, don't see you were, I, you were pushing that narrative. You said Roshan could be the next thing. No, I did bullshit. I did you not. Did. I said he was good. I said, you said Roshan, oh, did you see him at the no, senior bowl, Jay Rich? He no, was so big. No, no, he was stop. So strong, no. So fast. What did I call him? Because you I've got video footage. What I said is he's like the trash man running back, and you laughed at you that. And I said he does everything that an NFL coach would want. Plays on special teams. He's a good pass protector. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. Um, but and that's yeah. why he'll be a third rounder, right? That's yeah. that was yeah. why he'll be yeah. a third rounder. So yeah. yeah, that wasn't me. That wasn't me pumping up Roshan. I think he's going to be a quality NFL back, but I don't think he's anything special for fantasy. Nothing, nothing special okay, so at all. Three two, Rasheed Rice. How do you feel about that? Because I've that's a I feel steal. Like I go back and forth with Rasheed Rice every time because Senior Bowl he was kind of man. He was but fine. at the combine. He looked pretty good. He looked great. Everybody. So I was like, okay. Maybe Rasheed's back a little bit. Maybe I'm back in on Rasheed because he does have the talent. Uh, red zone ability is phenomenal. And obviously the production is just, you know, a bit of a late producer. But I want to do that, another one of these mocks like now. Um, I mean, and I want to be in it. it. I want to be in it, but we don't have time. Okay. Shit, we got time. Should I fire okay, up so one? Okay, so we got, if you want to, you, you can chime in while you just do your thing in the background. 
But right, we do have Darnell Washington more. at 3-3, three, three, right? So Darnell Washington, tight end out of Georgia. Phenomenal athlete. I really like the value there. Musgrave right behind him. I'm curious how those guys shake out. Hooker in the third is just ridiculous. I don't I don't know what people are doing, but they don't want to draft Hendon Hooker, even though he'd probably get higher draft capital than that in the NFL draft. But let's, let's just see what happens there. And then who is that? Dwayne McBride is at 3-6. Chase Brown, 3-7. I like those two running backs in that range. Getting a running back of that their caliber in the third round should be good. I expect them to both be fourth, fifth round draft picks. Chase Brown could be a little bit higher, but Dwayne McBride with his low pass catching ceiling, probably not going to be more than a fourth or fifth round pick, probably day three. Cedric Tillman, Ray, there's a bit of buzz around Tillman potentially being a third rounder. I don't know if I believe it just yet. He's half the size. He's got pretty good speed. He can, he can catch anything pretty much comes his way. He's got good hands, all that stuff, but I'm still not sure I'm buying into him too much. Kenny McIntosh, I think it's good there. Evan Hall is looking better and better every day. Yeah, he's looking at Evan Hall picking up steam. His short shuttle was two days ago, I believe. Um, it was picking pretty up good. Steam. He had a pretty good speed speed there. I like that. His short area quickness is good. And you know, I talked about it all all Senior Bowl. He looked identical to Chase Brown, even though their games are very, very different. Uh, Eric Gray, back of the third, is great value. Xavier Hutchinson, you know, one of my favorite receivers. Uh, I don't know if he get drafted high, but I still like the talent a lot at the end of the I dropped it the in the link, round. Jay. Jay, I dropped the uh, the new sleeper Superflex number three in the link. All right, let me see if I can go get in there. I, I, I just dropped it in. I dropped it in there, man. I dropped it in there, and I'm joining this one. I'm joining this one. Ah, oh, damn, I got I got sniped. All right, I'm at one seven. All right, so we, we got Mo do Ibrahim one. at four one. Ray, how do you feel about Mo Ibrahim? It, I don't hear a lot about him. He's just kind of one of those guys that's got a ton of production in college, but haven't seen much of the buzz around him. He'll probably be late. Running back, sixth round, maybe fifth round. There, every now and then, we'll have one of those Minnesota truthers come in and say, oh, what about Mo Ibrahim? He's got the production. He's oh, got yeah, this, Mo he's got Ibrahim. That. Yeah, and, give me that uh, Mo Ibrahim. Yeah, I still think I'd probably take Sam Laporta over Mo Ibrahim, if I'm just being honest about the situation. And then uh, Rakeem Jarrett right there at 4-3. Deuce Vaughn, who's at Parker Washington at 4-5. At I mean, I guess so. If he even gets drafted, he probably will, but... Tank Dell, I don't, I don't know what to do with Tank Dell. He just didn't really impress me that much. Cedric Bennett four seven, Jaden Reed, who I do like a lot at four eight. It's Aiden nice. O'Connell again getting drafted. Yep. Right? Is there is there buzz around Aiden O'Connell being a mock draft database has the dude is like a UDFA. So I would say no, but he did throw the ball well at the combine. But yeah. I think you're looking at a sixth or seventh round pick. I would have taken. I'll just tell Tucker you this: Kraft, I would have taken yeah. Puka Nakua, Tucker Craft. Yep. Pooping Over him. Looked very good. Yeah. yeah. And then Max Duggan, Mad Max, showing Mad the Max at the 412 spot. Love it. Did you see the Dallas Cowboys love Max Duggan? <laughs> no way. Bro. I've got the nothing grit. else to say. Coming to Big D. Let's go. I got nothing to say. So the, the most glaring pick for me, Jay, that I'm just staring at, like, how did my family allow this to happen is Chase Brown at 3-7. I mean, yeah, uh, Jay, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not BSing you, man. I take him over Sean Tucker today. If I had to yep. make a pick, so betting I. on draft capital and talent, I take him over Sean Tucker right now, Jay. Yeah, it's not even close. It's not even close. He he ran really well. He looked good in drills. He he showed everything he needed to show, and he was a much better producer in college in a better conference. So why would I be taking Sean Tucker? I like the talent of Sean Tucker, but there's. Not a lot of indicators saying I should take him over Chase Brown, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I would not. I would not do that. I think Jaden Reed is a steal there at the four eight yeah. spot. But 
very different, very different mock, very different mock. And to answer your question about Mo Ibrahim, I mean, if I can get him in the fourth, sure. But he's one of those guys, I'd put him in the trade immediately category. If anybody else wanted him, I'd have no problem giving up Mo Ibrahim. All right. Thank y'all, family, for uh, the the Wake Up Live mock number one. Let's take a look at number two, Jay, and uh, go ahead and give us the first six picks, and I think we're pretty much the same as the last one. My pick is coming up in mock four. Yeah, so we got Bijan Robinson 101, Anthony Richardson 102, Jackson Smith and Jigba 103, Bryce Young 104, CJ Stroud 105, and Will Levis, Ray, 104. Oh six. Yeah. Is there any way you would ever take JSN over Bryce Young that's, or CJ Stroud? That's banana land. You can't I mean, do that. I that like is, him, but you can't. But do here's that. the thing, Jay. Here's the thing. People out there love them some JSN. I mean, he's getting. It's true. I'm I'm seeing. I am seeing Jamar Chase level. Well, Jamar Chase sat out a year and look how good he was. So imagine how good. Like people. There's some people who think he could be you like. Play a game? What'd you say? You want to play a game real quick? Let's play On a game. Underdog right now. Jack Smith and Jigba is wide receiver thirty in their pre NFL draft best ball contest. Okay. He is ahead of Jamison Williams, Tyler Lockett, Marquise Brown, Mike Evans, Brandon Ayuk, George Pickens, Traylon Burks, Deontay Johnson, Gabe Davis, like. A lot of receivers who could easily outproduce him, especially when it comes to just pure target share. Like you said, the community sentiment loves this kid. Loves him. Loves him. Absolutely loves him. The next closest receiver in terms of rookies is Jordan Addison all the way down at 41 below Kadarius Tony and Jahan Dotson, who are below Gabe Davis right now. So like you said, the sentiment around JSN is that he's going to be that dude out the gate. Top 30 receiver in terms of underdog ADP right now. And Ray, if we're being honest, if he is a mid first in draft capital, that number from 30 is probably in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. At which point he's in, around Drake London, Michael Pittman, Christian Kirk, Terry McLaurin, Keenan Allen, all guys he's behind right now. And I think the crazy thing that's is, in, is that's if insane. I was going to make a, If I was going to make the case for a receiver to have that crazy value ascension, JSN is the only guy who fits that build. I don't even think Quentin Johnston, for as big and strong and talented as he is, could have that same ascension if he really shows out the way that JSN would because we talk about it. It's it's the polar opposite of Will Levis. People hate Will Levis. will give him no credit no matter what he does unless he does it for a long time. And if JSN comes out and has 100 yards in his first game, it's over. Like it is, his value would be a top 12 receiver at that point. And there's oh, no e- way easy. you could convince easy. fans otherwise. But in terms of like seasonal and how people are looking at him right now, it is pretty surprising to see a player not on the team. In he's 55th overall in ADP right now, which is JSN? pretty wild. 55th overall on underdog ADP wide receiver 30 ahead of so like when you can get Marquise Brown at 65. A whole round below him. Jeez, it's it's surprising. And, and, but again, and, and this and is you're what talking people about, hope for. And you're this talking about a seasonal draft. For. You're talking about a seasonal yeah. league with underdog. You're talking about seasonal. And, and this is um, and right. This is best ball. The dude who's known for getting hawked down down the field and not making the big plays. Hey, don't, it's, it's I, the, I'm not going to tolerate JSN slander now. I'm, I think he's a just, little I'm high. Just saying, I'm, I'm just not going to tolerate it. He is wide receiver one. Um, all right, let's finish out this first round. We've got Quentin Johnston, uh, Jameer Gibbs at 1-7. I think anybody who gets Gibbs at 1-7 is, is happy, is eternally grateful. 
Uh, Quentin Johnson, is, lock him in at 1-8. Just lock QJ in at 1-8. That just seems like what it's going to be. Addison at 1-9. We'll see. A lot of people I'm talking to I'm don't think he's going to get first-round capital, man. We'll see. We'll see. Flowers and Downs at 1-12. I'm telling you right now, I'm not taking no damn Josh Downs in round one. I just can't do it, Jay. I can't do it, man. So, quick question for you. Sorry to cut you off there. But do you feel there's a tear break behind QJ? Because that's how yes. I feel. I feel once yes. you get past QJ, you're like... I really don't know who the guy is after that. Yes. Yes, yeah. I do. I do think there's a uh, fizzle. I was about, to, I thought about Boutte in the third too, fizzle. We're doing this mock right now. I thought about Boutte in the third. I talked all that shit, so I couldn't do it, Jay. Um, but yeah, I think there is a, I, I think there's a tear break after one seven. I think after. Okay. I still want Quentin Johnston. I am one of the. I am going to die on the TCU wide receiver hill. Literally, they are Great going to be the to death on. of GQ. They are. Come on, QJ. Come on, man. I'll I'll give I'll give you the one hundred eight. I'll put him in that you know tier one. Yeah, it's kind of a loose tier one, but I just think that after that pick, you really don't know. Like right now, you really don't know who the guy is. And for me, it's probably Charbonnet. Just because I still view him as RB three, and hopefully he's RB three, and he gets second round draft capital, we but think we, so. nothing confirmed yet. And if it's not that, then it's probably Addison, depending on where he gets drafted. You talk about say Flowers, Downs, um, all those guys, but it's it's interesting. But I think that one hundred eight spot is probably the pivot point for me. All right, um, second round, A chain, Kincaid, Hyatt, Mayer, Roshan, Boutte, still in the second round, Bigsby, Miller. Tucker spears at 210, Hendon Hooker and Cedric Tillman, Jay. No Chase Wolf. Brown, no Marvin Mims, no Zach Evans, no Luke Musgrave, no Rasheed Rice. What do you think about this second? Very interesting second round right here. I don't interesting is is one way to put it. Um Lord have mercy. Yeah, I, I mean just I timed just... out. I timed out and took uh <laughs> damn Tanner McKee. Let's I'm, go. I mean, Tajay Spears has to be higher. Like, I, I don't, I don't know what people are seeing. I, I maybe they just don't like him. But you know, Kincaid Mayer, get your elite tight ends, first round tight ends. I, I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. Roshan probably a little bit high based off what we're, what we're projecting for him. Tank could be a little lower again, shifting some of these other guys up a little bit. But it's, it's just all these running backs are in a cluster. So if you really like them better, I can't necessarily blame you. I just, you know, from what I've seen. I think Kendra and Spears are leading that group of guys, and I think they're a lot closer to A-Chain than this draft kind of says. Tillman could easily be a fourth rounder to me. Like, I just... I don't think I, he's going to go that late. I don't think he's going to... I don't think he's... You're talking about in the NFL draft? I don't think he's going to go that late, but go ahead. Go and, ahead. But, I mean, taking him ahead of Mims, taking him ahead of Rice, I, I don't know. Like, I probably hmm. wouldn't do it. I think after that, we're very unsure who will get drafted. I think A.T. Perry could be drafted higher than people expect, so I actually kind of like that pick. But then Chase Brown, Abanacanda, McBride, I think are a fine spot there. I know that you're a bit higher on Abanacanda. We've seen him get drafted a little higher. Evans in the third seems like pretty good value, right? But when you're bumping up Tillman, bumping up Tucker, some of these other guys, Kayshawn, it bumps all Kayshawn the Kayshawn was down. apparently an auto pick. Apparently of an course, auto pick. Of course. Of course, of course right? he every is. Time someone, every time an LSU homer takes Kayshawn Boutte, it, oh, it was an auto, it's pick. An auto I'm pick. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, banned for life. Yeah. yeah Never it's, again. It's an auto uh, pick. Tight end, tight end value, again, continues to shut. Like, every time I see these podcasts, I'm like, man, I'm drafting a ton of these tight ends. Because in the third, I'm happy to take a guy who could be a top 50 pick in the third round pretty easily. Yeah. Right? And if they're, you got to wait on them a little bit. 
take some shots, but and then Chase Evan Hall Brown back in the, in the third. third again, Jay. Chase Brown in the third again. I don't. I don't. That took him in the know. second in our mock, man. Back of the second, I think it's a great spot for him. I took him in the middle. Third rounder. I, I was thinking in the mid middle third, of the second. Mid second is a little, little early. Like I could say, th- I think you could make the case for a Musgrave mid second, the same way you can make the case for Chase but Brown. I, I don't think you could, Jay. Let me let me say this, man. Outside of leagues where tight ends matter, and if you guys have not listened to the latest America's Game uh, podcast yeah. with Scott Connor and Eric Vanek, I highly recommend you. There's not a lot of people out here really giving thorough, in-depth tight end analysis, and Eric and Scott provided that for us on Destination Debbie Radio on Saturday. So go listen to that America's Game episode. Outside of leagues where tight ends matter, Jay, two-point per, uh, per reception, massive bonuses for first downs, in a standard, like, regular PPR league, there's not a chance in hell I'm taking a tight end with a top 15, top 20 rookie pick. I can't do it, man. I I, I am not going to do that. If they are just treated as regular wide yeah. receivers, PPR, same points that a running back gets, same points that a wide receiver gets, I'm not taking Kincaid at the 2-2. I'm not taking Mayer yeah. at 2-4. I'm not taking any of them in the second round. I'm not taking them over running backs. I'm not taking them over any of these receivers. They're, the, 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 the starting point for me is somewhere in round three. Like, I'm not touching a tight end in a standard. You spent the 14th overall pick in a rookie draft on Dalton Kincaid. I'm not he doing that. He's pretty good, though. I don't, I mean, he he, he could be Travis good all Kelsey. he wants, but that's just not, so. it's not where I want to invest my capital. Plus, given the depth of these this tight end class, like... Yeah, it, w- that's the bigger thing, too, is that it's so you deep. have to manage that and see where these guys are going to go. Um, but I think you can make the case, you know, once... ADP really shakes out, and I think we get this running back tier two, tier three kind of sorted out. I mean, we were already talking about a little bit. Once you get past a certain spot, you're kind of like, okay, the tight ends would be fine here because I don't really know who to pick after this. You're kind of just taking shots at running backs or maybe a shot at a deep receiver. But do you want to talk through this draft? This is the last draft you guys just did? No, I'm going to pull up the last. Barry said it in here. The fourth round of these mocks suck. Like, it just... It's yeah, just it's dirty, man. It's, it is not pretty. Like, third round is what you want to have. We you need don't the draft a, so we can get those sixth-round darts. Yeah, you don't want to have a bunch take. of fourth- and fifth-rounders this year. All right, let's pull up the last one. This is the one we ran literally just now. Um, I was in this mock. We got Bijan, A. Rich, Stroud, Young, Levis, JSN, uh, Jameer Gibbs. Same top seven with Bijan being the 101. We did oh. four of these mocks. Bijan was 101 in three of four. Anthony Richardson hit 101 in one spot. And the quarterbacks have been all over the place. I think this one, A. Mm-hmm. Rich was QB1, A. Rich QB1, A. Rich QB1, A. Rich QB1 in all of them. So far, Damn. A. Rich QB1 in all of them. Um, Gibbs, Addison, Johnston seems like the consensus 7, 8, 9 in some order. This is the latest we've seen QJ fall and the highest we've seen Addison go. Charbonnet pretty much locked in at 110. Love Spears at 111. I think he's going to get the capital. I think he's going to be a day two pick and potentially mm-hmm. mid second, late second round pick. Zay Flowers 112, pretty consistent. Josh Downs 2 1. A Chain, Hyatt. That seems to be another cluster that's forming. Flowers, Downs, A Chain, Hyatt. Another cluster. We got Marvin yeah. Mims at the 2 4. Love it. We got Michael Mayer going 2-5 again. No, thank you. Don't take tight ends in the second round in a regular PPR league. Don't do it. Not with the depth in this class. Would you rather Mayer at 2-5 or, or be able to get Darnell Washington at the 3-5? 
uh, potentially Tucker Craft at the 3-5, Zach Kuntz at the 4-5. Stop taking tight ends in a random, regular half-point. Dear God, don't do it in half-point PPR. But in a regular PPR, stop taking tight ends with the top 20 rookie draft pick. Stop doing it, people. Stop it. Zach Evans yeah. at 2-6. I took Chase Brown at 2-7, Kendra Miller at 2-8, Hendon Hooker at 2-9, Bigsby 2-10, Kincaid 2-11. You want to dive into the tight end pool at 2-11? I'm not going to argue you. Fine. Take Dalton Kincaid. Izzy Abanacan at 2-12. I would not do it still, but if you want to do it at the back of the second, knowing you don't have another pick to the back of the third, and you don't want to miss your tight end of choice, fine. But I'm damn sure not advocating for anybody taking one in the top 20. Don't do it. Third round, we got Rice. Tucker, Musgrave. Love Musgrave there in the third. Tillman, Roshan Johnson, Evan Hall, Dwayne McBride, Big Wash at 3-8. Kayshawn Boutte, 3-9. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with Boutte at 3-9. <laughs> Good shit, Fizzles. Fizzle dollars. Uh, Eric Gray at 3-10. Hutch at 3-11. And Kenny McIntosh at 3-12. I think that's the highest we've seen Kenny Mack go in these mocks. we got Big Stetson Bennett at the top of the fourth. Tucker Craft, Tank Dell, Deuce Vaughn, Rakeem Jarrett, Parker Washington. I timed out, but I switched my pick because I'm the commish over here. Puka Nakua would have been my choice at 4-7. Love it. Mo Ibrahim, Keaton Mitchell, Zach Koontz, Bryce Ford, Whedon, and Chris Rodriguez round out the fourth. Jay, my big omission in the fourth round, I'm loading up on the next great scrappy First in, oh last out, lunch pail oh type boy. guy, the type of kid that that you want your daughter to marry. Give me Charlie Jones in the fourth round every single time. I'm a big Charlie Jones fan, wide receiver out of Purdue. And if you don't get the stereotypes, you should know what I'm already talking about. But I want me some Charlie Jones in the fourth. What pick sticks out here to you, Jay? This one seems... I think I like the flow. Like if this was my I'm actual fine. rookie draft, I'd be pretty happy with it. And I think I think the biggest thing, biggest takeaway for me with all these drafts is if I have a mid second round pick, like two five, two six, I'm trying to trade it down and pick up a third because that with that third, I can easily get a tight end. One of these tight ends doesn't really matter which one, and kind of diversify that way. Or like you see some of these third round running backs we're seeing. I'd be perfectly fine with as long as they get decent draft capital in like the fourth, fifth, sixth round. I'd be fine taking them as third round picks in some of these rookie drafts. So I think that's kind of the, in terms of strategy and what I'm seeing. This draft to me is, you know, we've obviously been talking through all these mocks. So I think we've seen some reflections of our opinions in this in this mock as well. Seeing Tajay Spears getting bumped up, seeing A-Chain fall down a little bit down, you know, falling down a little bit high it especially falling down a little bit. But if this was my rookie draft, I'd be pretty happy. I still think the Hendon Hooker value is there. How you, know, you feeling about, about Hooker, man? Are you taking Hooker I, in the second round? Dude, I, I if he's in the second round, I mean, you know me, I don't got a lot of picks in my drafts. But if he's in the second round, I think you have to consider him. Like, I just believe that everything I've heard about him since the Senior Bowl has been so positive. He's killing interviews. He's doing a great job. He's saying everything you want to say. He's very well-spoken. He knows football. He's more than just this system quarterback. People talk about him and peg him as. And literally, That's Stanley's Ray, like, boy. He was a Stanley in the in chat. That's Stanley's boy. Pick. Stanley been pumping up Hooker since, get, since September. Oh, yeah. Stanley been talking about Hooker since September of 2021, I mean, man. He, he looked like a back-end first-round pick. He really did. And he played like it. And he was projected there. And then he got hurt. But... I mean, from what it seems like, it seems like he could be on track to potentially play this year. And I did not expect really? that initially. I thought he'd sit the whole year, 
Yeah, man. I mean, at the end of the day, he's a quarterback. He's not. He's not a guy who's really known for his running. He's not a guy who really needs to do a ton in the pocket. He can still move around, and he's still. I think he tore his ACL in December, right? Uh, Late I think November, it was November. I think it was November. So November, you give him December. a nine-month timeline. He's basically right on track for September or so, and I expect him to sit regardless. So if you're doing that, if he plays sometime October, November, twelve months removed, I think he's pretty close. And, it, 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 and CJ said, it, if Hooker wasn't on his medical stuff, he'd be a first-round pick. And I think there's a very small chance that he's a first-round pick anyways. Some people are talking about it. I don't know, but some people are talking about... He seems about, to be locked in top 50. Like, I don't see many mocks where he falls He falls outside the top 50. I really don't. All right. All right. Well, I appreciate y'all. Everybody, all of y'all family, this was fun to do. We'll do another Mock Mania 2.0 here in a couple of weeks. And maybe the way that we'll run that one, Jay, is on a Monday, we'll go over a mock draft, and then we'll use those landing spots to to sort of factor in to where yeah. you all, the people, will mock these players. So appreciate no everybody um, tapping in. Let me see if we got any comments real quick. Yeah, good one today, family. No doubt about it, man. And uh, Nathan says, here's the question, man. If Hooker gets late first capital, you taking him in the first, Jay? Or would you take Hooker I over? I think you have to consider it. Let me let me just say over Downs, Flowers, uh, A Chain, Hyatt, Spears. Would you take Hooker over those guys? I think I would consider it. Yeah, I think that's right after that tier. I think over Downs, yes. Um, I think if the player's taken in the first round or a running back in the second round is about where my cutoff would be. So if we're saying Charbonnet and Spears are potentially second rounders, then I think you want to take them over. Yep. And then we talk about Zay Flowers potentially being a first rounder. So again, I'd probably take a first round receiver over Hooker. But after that, I think you can't make a case for any of the other guys, right? At that point, we're saying that he's basically a you know early or Ooh. mid second round pick. Like if you went to Seattle, Ray, in the second round, like top of the second, you would be drafting him in the first. Because you like that situation. Man, everybody, every it's a sharp group, man. Wake up family. This is a sharp group. I mean, literally, I got like 10, 10, five, six comments in a row. Cody Smith, 111. Dynasty Barry, yep, day one QB, you have to. Joe, yes, definitely. Um, Raymond said, uh, would you take Hooker over Charbonnet if he gets first round capital? Even Patrick, I'm not a Hooker fan, but if he's in the first, he's definitely a first round rookie pick. Yeah. I mean, Raymond said you Hooker could, 110 if he goes him, in the fourth. You could put him right at the top, right behind QJ. I think you could put him right there. If if he's a first-round pick, right I just behind don't, QJ. Man, I in. just don't – I'm hearing it, but I guess I'm not buying it yet. But we'll see. We'll see. But a the, team might be like – you know, I don't think you have to buy it. And that's, that's where I'm curious how this shakes out for him. Like, I don't think you're going to have to necessarily buy him that high of prices in drafts. Well, I'm not, I'm not buying he's going to be a late first, but then if you're yeah. Kansas City and you're just chilling at 32 and a team is like, hey, I want to I trade you my mid-second and something else to jump up here so I can grab Hooker, there's, I could see it happening. There's a world in which yeah. I could see that happening. So, again... Appreciate y'all, uh, appreciate y'all wake up fam for this one. We'll do it again. And uh, we got some more news, man. We got more shows coming to the Destination Debbie podcast feed. So make sure you subscribe to that. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you listen. But we got a new show. It's called the Overreaction Dynasty Podcast. Two of the patrons. This is the one thing, man. Like, I'm not here to toot my own horn at all, Jay. But the thing that I love that we've done at Destination Debbie is I can go out there and ask any big-name fantasy analyst to come join DD, but these are people who 
they they started their relationships from our Discord, Jay. Like this yeah. podcast is now on the Destination Devi Radio feed, and these two individuals, Cody and Chase, they met from the Discord, and now they've got a podcast going to thousands of people every single week, providing you a different lens on Dynasty Fantasy Football. So make sure you check out the Overreaction Podcast, uh, Dynasty Podcast on the Destination Radio feed. And uh, Cody is in here. He does run a YouTube channel, the Fantasy Draft Room. There's Cody Smith right here. Oh, that's Stanley. Cody doesn't look like Stanley. They got a, the skin color's a little, little different, a little lighter hue than my dog Stanley. But there's Cody Smith right here. So make sure you go to Fantasy Draft Room, sub to their stuff. Make sure you subscribe to the Destination Devi podcast feed to get in on this action. And uh, I want to continue to give people who represent and 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 rock with us, man, opportunities. Not not yep. all these big name analysts. Let's find people who want to be involved in Dynasty Fantasy Football, and let's find opportunities for them to get their voice and name out in this space. There's a lot of great stuff going on over there in our Discord, I promise you, um, for $10, literally. That's all you got to do. Go to Underdog Fantasy, yep. use the promo code WAKEUP, get your deposit match, get in best ball drafts with us. We're going to be bringing best ball content all damn summer, all season, and get access to the Destination Devi Discord for a year for free. Ten bucks, you're in for free if you're a first-time depositor on Underdog. So get your girlfriend's email, your mom, your dad, yep. whomever. I don't give a hell who it is. You do it, put in ten, you get in, and maybe you'll have the next podcast on the Destination Devi radio feed, Jay. But I appreciate y'all. Wake up, family, for this show. Shout-out to our sponsors, Epson, Michelle Adoro, Underdog, Prize Picks. Who else we got to thank? Is that it? I think that's it. Is that it? All right, man. Let's get out of here. Y'all have a fantastic rest of the week. Make sure y'all wake y'all asses up on Monday. We out of this thing. Peace. Before y'all close off of the video, I just want to say thank you for checking out the content on Destination Devi. Really appreciate every single view that we get. And the only thing that I ask is that you hit the thumbs up button, like the content, subscribe to the channel. And if you can, comment below for the algorithm really helps the channel grow. Now, if you want more exclusive access to me in the entire Destination Debbie team, patreon.com forward slash all gas gives you that access. Now, if your money's a little funny, we do have free content for you. Make sure you subscribe to the All Gas newsletter. There's a link in the description of this video below. And subscribe to the Destination Debbie podcast radio feed, where we got all types of shows hitting airwaves every single week. Now, I'm about to let y'all into my home right now so you can see my setup in my media room. You are watching this on my brand new Epson Epic Vision Ultra LS800 projector. Epson came into your boy's crib and hooked me up with this brand new projector in 120 inch silver flex screen free of charge. And I'm telling you right now, this has completely changed the way that I watch movies, that I watch sports, that I game. If you want a setup like this that takes up absolutely no space at all, there's a link in the description below. Click that or visit Epson.com forward slash wake up to completely change the way that you watch sports. Go big, go epic, go Epson, baby. Now y'all can get out of here. I appreciate y'all tapping in. It's all gas all the time. I love y'all. I'm out of this thing. Peace. Peace.